All right, we're at the very top of Dab Gimel Amud Bet. The last thing we talked about was we're talking about how uh, Tal and Ruach are not essential to be stated in the Tefillah. And uh, so even though we do include them, uh, like we say, Mashif HaRuach, Amore Degeshem, that part's not the essential part. We're showing the, the Tal in particular when the, uh, there's a threat to Acha from Eliyahu and Navi not to uh, bring rain, he also included Tal. But when he actually brought the rain, he left out the Tal. So we're at the top of the page here in the Gimel Bet. The uh, Gemara says, uh, So once, uh, he wasn't stopping the Tal. I mean, if Hashem is saying essentially that there's going to be Tal all the time, so Eliyahu, he said, Bui So why did Eliyahu swear about the Tal? I Meaning, why did Eliyahu, Eliyahu and Nabi make a prediction there won't be Tal and Matar, Tal being due, Matar being rain? If the Tal doesn't matter, so don't say it. The Gemara says, This is what he was saying to him, Afil, meaning what Eliyahu was saying to Achav, Tal de bracha nami loate. The tal of bracha, like a, a, there's a do, I guess, a blessing and a do of not blessing. So even a do of blessing also will not uh, come. Okay? Mark says, great. If that's the case, then bele hadre letal de bracha. So then why doesn't Hashem then return the tal of bracha? If that's what he's threatening, he's going to take away, just like the rain. So when he brings back the rain, he should also bring back the tal of bracha. It's inconsistent. The point is that the, the proofs are inconsistent here because the, the tukim are inconsistent. It says, no, mishum de lo minkra milta. Okay? He says, no, the reason why is because it's not recognizable. Okay, so you can still ask the question, like, so why mention it? But okay, the, the idea is it's threatening Talamatar is not going to be there. And then he's like, going to return the rain, that's really what he wants. The Talamatar also was not going to be there, but uh, and it's being returned. That's not so recognizable, so they don't mention it. All right, look, it's not the perfect uh, proof, to be honest, but uh, where's that? It should be on the reverse side, I think. Here. Six on top. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you're welcome. It's about four lines down. Okay? So Gemara says, Ruchot And where do we know that winds also are not stopped? Okay? I mean, I mean they're not so, uh, not so essential. And, uh, yeah, sorry, they never stop, really. So Amar Bishop and Levi, to Amar Kra, there's a puzzle that says in Zechariah, Ki ka'arba ruchot ha-shamayim parasti etchem nu mashem. God says, I uh, spread you around like the four winds of the, of the, uh, of the heavens. This is a threat to B'nai Israel, right? Like, I've scattered you around, right, uh, all, over the, all, all over the earth. My ka'amalohu, what is God saying? If you say, this is what he's saying to them, this is what God's saying to Jewish people. What's he saying here? I'm going to spread you out uh, across the four, uh, like, Directions or winds, quote unquote, of the of the world. Ihachi, if that's the case, kiarba. I should have said. Um, sorry, ihachi kiarba biarba Why does it say like the four winds? It should have said in the four winds. Meaning, if he's saying I'm going to scatter you around, he's just saying I'm going to scatter you around to the four different directions. But in all different directions, I'm going to scatter you. But don't say like the winds. What do you mean like the winds? So it's uh, something strange there. So Ella, here's a beautiful drasha. This is what he's saying to them. He's saying to them, you're going to be like the four winds. But even when you're spread out, you'll be like the four winds. Just like you can't have a world without the four different winds or the four different directions, really. It really means directions in this case. So too, it's impossible to have a world without the Jewish people. Very nice idea, right? Okay, very beautiful idea. Even in the punishment, there's this nice hint idea that's going to be a Jewish people. Yafet, great. Am Rabbi Hanina, Rabbi Hanina says, Therefore, Rabbi Hanina says, given that we just established that Tal and Ruach are not fundamentally essential things to mention because they're always around, so uh, therefore, in the, in the summertime, if you said Mashif or Ruach, um, 
So in the summertime, normally we don't say Mashiv Ruch Medegeshem. But if you said Mashiv Haruch, just those two words, Mashiv Ruch, who brings the winds, in Machzirinoto. We don't make you go back and repeat the Shema Esrei, because it's not such a big mistake, because we don't mind, there's going to be winds even in the summertime. Amar Marit HaGeshem, but if you say Marit HaGeshem in the summertime, Machzirinoto. Then we do make you go back, right? That's Allah. And similarly, on the flip, on the flip side, Bimota Geshamim, in the, in the rainy season, right, the winter, Lo Amar Mashiv Haruch, if you didn't say Mashiv Haruch, which again, normally we say Mashiv Haruch Medegeshem then, but nonetheless, if you didn't say the Ruach part, E Machzirinoto, but Lo Amar Medegeshem, Machzirinoto. If you skip the Ruach part, we don't make you go back. If you skip the rain part, we make you go back. So basically, it's the same halacha, just the inverse, and, uh, and that's the point. Ode, not only that, Afilu Amar Ma'avir Haruach Umafriach Hatal. I know this one, some, you made up your own phrase, I guess. Who brings the winds and spreads out the dew? Ain Machzirino Tov. We also don't make you uh, repeat because I guess again these things are not really so essential. So we might mention them here and there, right? We'll say between Tal and Matar, for example. But the Tal is not so important, and the Ruach isn't so important, even though it is included, right? It's not like it's not relevant. It's something that we talk about, but it's not like the most fundamental, essential thing. Okay, now, Tana, it taught in the Brayta as follows. Be'avim u'biruchot lo'chivu chachamim la'azkir. Okay, when it comes to uh, clouds and winds, the chachamim did not require us to mention these things. Okay, v'imbal la'azkir, ma'azkir. But if you want to include them, if you want to mention them, you're allowed to mention them. Okay, you're allowed to, you don't have them. My time, huh? What's the reason? Again, there's another way of saying this. Mishum delome atre. Because they don't stop. Clouds and winds don't stop. Bar says, really? Delome atre? They don't stop. Be'atami Rav Yosef. But Rav Yosef taught the following bright which quotes a puzzle from Kriyashma. Be'atzar et hashamayim. What does it mean that God's going to stop up the heavens? Min ha'avim u min haruchot. It means he's going to stop up the heavens from clouds and wind. So you just told me that clouds and wind never stop. And yet Rav Yosef interprets the puzzle. Be'atzar et hashamayim. They're going to stop of the heavens means exactly those two things clouds and wind so Gemara says hold on do you really mean it's from winds and clouds oh, sorry clouds and winds or do you really mean rain like what's he really talking about Shomer, when the puzzle continues and says, right, but the Shemaim, the next phrase is, Matar, and there won't be rain. Harimatar more. That's, that's already rain, so that clearly means rain. So if Matar means rain, so what is Batar the Shemaim? Hamani Mikayim Batar the Shemaim. So what does it mean? I'm going to stop up the heavens. Minhavin, Umin Haruchot. It's from clouds and winds. We have a problem now. Gemara says, Kasha Ruchot, Aruchot, Kasha Avim, Avim. We have a difficulty with the case of wind. We have a difficulty with the case of clouds, right? Because both cases, it seems to contradict this statement of Rav Yosef. Where it says, no, no, don't get so worried. Avim avim lokasha. When it comes to the different types of clouds, that's not a problem. Why not? Ha becharfeim, ha beafleim. One is charfei. Charfei are early clouds, okay, which come before the rain. And ha beafleim, these are talking about the later clouds that come, I guess, uh, after the rain. And I guess the later ones are the ones that God is going to hold back and not uh, another left. Okay, because I guess the point is, those are definitely connected to rain, the later clouds, because they come after. The ones that come before, okay, they, you know, they don't necessarily mean there's going to be rain or not, so that's fine. Ruchot ruchot lo kasha, also the winds is not problematic. Habaruch mitsuya, habaruch she'ina mitsuya. One is talking about a, like, a, a very common wind, right, normal wind, I guess a normal breeze. And one is like an abnormal wind, which is very uh, strong. 
Let's just wait a second. But an unusual wind is very helpful because it, it's good for Beidari. Beidari means uh, the threshing floor. And that means like when you want to like winnow, right? They like throw up the stalks of uh, uh, of uh, grain, and then you know, the the wind blows away the chaff, and the grain will fall. So that's a very useful thing. You need it all the time, basically. Mar says, "Nah, it's okay not to have that." F sharp enough vata. You can have, do the same thing with a sieve. Meaning sometimes it's helpful to have the wind. You don't really need that wind necessarily. You can use a sieve. Okay. Now um, it says as follows: Tana etat ha'avim shniot lamatar. Clouds and wind are like second to rain. And I think what it means here is that like they're second only to rain, meaning in terms of the level of importance of what our agriculture needs, rain is number one, but clouds and wind, also really important. Okay, I, I, I'm going to admit in advance. I don't know exactly how all this will work, but you'll see how it plays out. Hey, Chidami, how so? So, Amar Ula, Debatar Mitra. Ula quotes Rabbi, uh, or maybe it's Rabbi Yuda, who says it's the, it's the clouds and winds that come after the rain. Okay. So Gemara says, Lamaymer du Ma'al-Yuta'i. Lamaymer means to say, literally. I mean, is that to say that these are a good thing? Ma'al-Yuta means it's like a, a good thing. But it says in Dvarim, uh, actually, this is last week's parsha. Yitain Hashem et Matar Artecha, Avak. Ve'afar, that Hashem will make the rain of on your land into uh, dust and dirt, meaning that uh, you know sometimes you get rain and that seems like a good thing. But he's not make it all like dusty and dirty. So even a good thing will be a bad thing. That's like the curse that's in Parsha Kitavo. Even a good will be bad. The Amar Ula Rabuda and the same uh, rabbis, either was Ula or Rabuda, is talking about Zika debatar mitra. The word Zika means wind that comes after the rain. So which one is it? Is that wind really good or is that wind really bad? Is that like a good thing we want to have or is it the curse that Hashem gives us in Parsha Kitavo? Kumar says, Lokasha. Ha da'ata nicha, ha da'ata razia. says, no, one is when the wind comes gently, okay, and I guess that's a good, and one is when it comes uh, like uh, razia, like very forcefully. That would be, be, be not so good. Um, I think, one time, I just want to look at Rashi for a second here. Uh, yeah, Rashi says, and you do the Rashi's get a little bit wide. He says, razia sheyerad benachat eno ma'ale avak. But razia means bekoach. So meaning, if you have a gentle wind, let's say it rains, so if you have a very strong wind after the rain, I guess like, be like the strong wind will be like knock up all the dirt and stuff, and I guess then they have the wind, and it blows all the mud and the dirt all over everything, and that's, and that's disgusting. It's not good for us, it's not good for plants, it's not good. If you have a gentle wind afterwards, or the gentle rain, excuse me, then the, everything just kind of settles down, and then you have the wind after that, and that's not bad at all. That's, that's totally fine. So I guess that's what they're saying, is that the difference would be how, uh, how it affects uh, you know, us afterwards. Okay. Uh, furthermore, either uh, in the Ibadema, maybe not, uh, we read it or not, that says, The point is that one raises up the dust and one doesn't raise up the dust, and that's the difference. Okay, and Rabbi also said, The wind that's after the rain, that is like rain itself, and it's just as useful as rain itself. I mean, you want to have rain, you also want a wind that's after the rain as well. Okay. Um, uh, was it sorry? Eva de Batamitra, Kimitra, also the cloud that comes after the rain is as effective as the rain itself. Shimsha de Batamitra, the sun that comes after the rain, Ketre Mitre, that's like two rainfalls. Okay, <laughs> so that, I'm not sure exactly what that is. Maybe you'll say something like, 
uh, you know, I, I don't know exactly. Like, I guess the, the wind maybe, like, carries the, I don't know, carries the rain around, or I don't know, the wind, the, the clouds keep it, the, the temperature down. I, I don't know exactly, like, what the, what the point is exactly. But that's what we're arguing here. The Gemara says, uh, What does this come to exclude? I mean, if the wind is good and the, uh, and the uh, what's it called? The clouds are good, and the sun is really good. So what else is there? Like, what, thank, thank you so much. But like, what else is not so good? So Gemara says, "Lem ute gilhei delelia v'shimsha debene karke." I'm just looking at the translation there. It says it, uh, uh, it excludes the um, the glow of the evening and the sun that shines between the clouds. Again, I, I have to be honest. Be honest I'm not sure exactly like the particular effect that the sun between the clouds uh, has. Whatever benefit the sun has on its own, or the clouds have on their own, I guess a mixture of the two is not so great. Okay, Amarava. Rava says as follows. Interesting line. Male talga leture kechamisha mitre laara. Male means it's good. So talga, you know, tough in Aramaic is often a shin in Hebrew. So talga is sheleg. So it's uh, the snow. Ture means mountains. So the snow in the mountains is like five rainfalls for the land. Okay, so it's really great to have snowfall in the mountains. By the way, we know that, right? Because then you have like the melting of the snow and it comes down and it fills everything up. It's really great. How do you know that from Sukim? It says, Shnei Marta says, and Eov, ki l'shelag yomar hu eretz v'geshem matar v'geshem matarot uzo. Now, we point out in this puzzle, it says, when we're talking about the snow, I mean, this is the part of Eov where it talks about a lot of like natural phenomena. So it says, the shelag is like land. V'geshem matar, so it's rain and, I guess, rain, right? the different words for rain. V'geshem and rain, matarot, uh, that's two times rain. So if you add the words up, Geshem is one, Matar is one, Geshem is another one, and Matarot is two, so one plus one plus one plus two is five. Okay, so the idea is that the Sheleg is like five different rains. So that's the, uh, that's the idea. We'll do one more line. The Amarava, Talga Lature, <coughs> snow for the mountains, Mitra Razia Li'ilane, uh, strong, um, um, strong rain for the trees, Mitra Nicha Lepere, uh, a gentle rain for the uh, fruits and orpila afilu leparzida detute kala mahanile. Okay, that the uh, that this gentle rain is good even for the seed that's under a clod of earth. <coughs> what I'm saying here is that different types of rain are useful for different things. If you want to have, you need to have some type of mixture of different things. So you want like for the mountains, you really want the snow. Right for the trees, you want like a harder uh, rain. For the fruits, you want a little gentler rain. And a drizzle that also can be effective, but not for everything. Drizzle is not good enough for some of those things, but it is good enough for like little seeds that are like under a cloud of earth. That's enough to like you know. It's like we have like drip irrigation in Israel. You know, a lot of drip irrigation. So it's a little bit of a drip here and there, but that's enough. It sinks in, and that helps the seed start to uh, spread. Okay, we will stop there. Yeah.